Welcome to Intuitive Public Media. It's nice to hear your voice again. I'm really excited to see what's happening uh, with Intuitive and Intuitive Public Radio and Media. And I see great promise and potential in all we can do as we communicate, listen, do outreach, and find people who want to help others and improve their situation in collaboration and through a process of brainstorming and research and looking beyond what what seems immediately possible to to what can be created or invented and this is very common in some parts of society and the economy but it's missing in other parts or 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 not as common as it could be so i watched a video on youtube where seth godin is speaking about leadership for nonprofits and part of this video um I transcribed uh, a story from, or segment of it, and I'm going to read that here. So Seth said, One of the most important organizations in the U.S. of the last 30 years in terms of health is a political group called ACT UP. ACT UP was started by an activist named Larry Kramer, also a playwright. Larry Kramer was not happy with the way the gay men's health crisis was addressing the issue of AIDS. He went and gave a speech. There were 300 people in the room, and he described a vision of where he wanted to lead, and at the end of the speech, a bunch of people came together and said, let's do this thing. The thing that's fascinating about ACT UP is they never registered as a 501c3 charity. They never, in fact, registered at all. They didn't say, you're in charge, you're a vice president, or you're a senior vice president, next vice president. It was a horizontal organization. It was impromptu from the first day. As a result of building this culture, there are a whole bunch of things ACT UP can't do. ACT UP doesn't have a fancy headquarters building, or lobbyists, or is organized for a long-haul, drip-drip-drip approach to making change. But because it was a horizontal, take responsibility for your actions, ACT UP, make a ruckus, let's go fast, because people are dying sort of culture, that's exactly what they did. So these are the choices that are before you, which is, as a leader, you don't get to say, well, we're doing this way because it's always been done this way. You need to say, we're doing it this way because this is the way that is going to get us to where we need to go. You are listening to a conversation from Intuitive Social Giving, and you can join this conversation by navigating to t.me slash intuitive social giving. Thank you for listening. So I see a set of problems and opportunities around how people who are interested in doing work and earning a living, helping others, especially in a way that involves interacting with those other people, 
and supporting them in different ways, whether that's as a uh, a person who's helping someone learn, like an educator or someone who's helping in a therapy or coaching kind of role uh, or any kind of hybrid of those or other ways that a person is working and interacting with others and getting paid. And usually these types of uh, jobs are ones where one goes and works for an institution or organization and then those institutions or and organizations are often rigid factory model uh, dinosaur-like and the people are working in those organizations because they've been told that's what they have to do and even if they're trying to get out of that they have trouble earning a living if they're not in those jobs unless they abandon those kinds of work and become a you know a programmer or a business consultant or something like that there does seem to be a very common assumption that if you are in a helping profession it is a foregone conclusion that you will not make money and it seems to be a conversation that ends in a lot of shrugging. Why could, why could this be when we have solutions that we can use presently? How do we find a transition that can happen smoothly and quickly? One time I saw a discussion thread with people unhappy as teachers in schools. And the conversation was about what other professions they go into instead of teaching, as opposed to, for example, discussing how they could get a job or, or earn money teaching in a human-centric way and helping people learn in a learner-centric way because that's just uh, not even on people's radars. And the few people who are aware of the possibility of, for example, working at a Sudbury school or starting a self-directed learning center, um, the often find it daunting to get into and even with some support and ideas and community, it can be hard to get that going because there's so little funding for things like that. If we have the tools available now to do our jobs better and more fruitfully and to be more supported by our community and more supportive to our community, those are things that I would like to be doing. Maybe maybe this angle will help because it's how I came at thinking about this. We are doing work with Intuitive and we're trying to do work that is what a lot of people would look at as nonprofit type work. Even though we are not thinking strictly in, in terms of nonprofit or business, we're kind of looking for a almost a third thing and we're we're thinking of things in terms of a hybrid of what is often considered nonprofit or charitable 
or fundraising-based things and things that are considered businesses. And we're existing and searching and brainstorming in a in a yeah in a sort of hybrid third way. And so uh, I can explain a lot more about my thoughts on that. But when I heard about ACT UP, I was like, oh, so this is kind of uh, has a similarity where they are not a formal nonprofit. They're not a business. And they're not a, a, a political, you know, like a political action committee or other other organization they are they are a different type of thing that still involves people collaborating interacting uh, around a shared purpose and and doing things around that shared purpose two things i want to call out one is social entrepreneurship that does not exclude severe experiencers as full participants and social entrepreneurship that interconnects intentionally with industrial interests and processes rather than demonizing them on behalf of severe experiencers. And by the way, we're not demonizing the severe experiencers either. The second thing I want to call out is an episode of Madness Radio with Will Hall that I haven't found yet. I think that can be found at madnessradio.net. I hope I'm right about that. There's an episode where they're talking about community acupuncture, where individuals in the community are being taught to provide certain kinds of health support services to one another without there needing to be a certification or a, 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 a slow organization with bureaucracy that prevents people from doing what is simple and needed. I hope to find that episode. I hope to remember more about it. I feel like it'll be easier to put my thoughts verbally than writing. Um, I've mentioned before how I have an email account that's dedicated to like signing petitions and at this point it used to be I would get all these petitions and a few fundraising emails donation emails and now it's the opposite I, it's probably like a one to three or one to four ratio at this point and I'm always amazed at somebody who's low income like wow who are all these I mean there's so many of these donation emails are they actually getting that many people to give money like, I can't, so, you know, I always just, when it's your experience or my personal experience, I assume everybody else has the same experience, which of course they do not. So it's fascinating to hear how many people actually do really do donate. And with that, I'm getting a better idea of the roles of nonprofits um, to do the work that, you know, I think if ideally the system that we live in we're structurally designed to be more supportive and less destructive of the environment and and more aware of disabled and people of color and and issues also overseas in various countries that are dealing with uh, so many different things that we don't necessarily deal with here in the US or in Europe um, I'm hesitant to use just places that are dealing with more poverty 
or a lack of structural integrity of their systems, food systems, shelter systems, whatnot. Um, the massive role they play, which again, I think if we had better structural systems, there wouldn't be a role for nonprofits as much. Um, it's amazing to see. And I, I have had so many sites that I am getting emails from because of the petitions I've signed for them. Um, from everything from LGBTQ and trans, just specifically trans issues to uh, food insecurity issues to housing issues, homeless issues to environmental, so many environmental issues, animal rights organizations, not PETA, other ones. <laughs> um, I'm not on their email list. Um, it's fascinating to see the huge gap that needs to be filled by these organizations. And it helps me get perspective on, in terms of what we're doing here, um, there is a big place to plug in. I mean, there are disabled um, organizations, but, you know, in the same way, I'm going to start another message. In the same way, there's already food rescue, I like that word, organizations that we were talking about in Income Brainstorms. Um, in Sacramento specifically, because we're talking about the food truck and James and that, that project there, um, and that there is already a food truck. Um, but there's obviously still so many places for people to fill those gaps. Um, I know from my friend who lives there, most people have to go somewhere to get food. Well, I saw that there was one food truck, but when I look at their Twitter and whatnot, um, I'm not sure the level of their activity that they're doing. They're not necessarily reporting it online. They might not have the time or the human power to document all of that, but um, it seems to me that there is a very clear uh, space to fill, a need to fill with doing that there. Um, because my experience here with homeless folks that I have been in contact with is like, you know, one is in a wheelchair. You can't necessarily get around that well. You can't necessarily get to a certain place at a certain time. And that's in this little town, uh, Clear Lake. Sacramento, it's just so much more huge in so many more places where it's hard for a person uh, with no means to get from point A to point B, or they might be disabled while on the street and can't get from point A to point B. So having a food truck that comes to them, that can make rounds that says, well, this person is usually here and there's a group of people that are usually there and still also having like main contact points like, well, the truck will be here for this many hours a day or every other day or once a week or what have you. Um, I really am appreciating this bigger perspective of what um, is needed from nonprofits and people who have a desire to plug in and help where they're able. And then it's more of a network. like. There's not one nonprofit that has to do all the things. There's each nonprofit doing all the things. I'm really looking forward to winning that lottery so I can give money to all of it, including this, especially this one. <laughs> I would love to throw money at all of the things and see them all, um, you know, create our own infrastructure 
aside from government that is failing and lacking and is being held hostage by, uh, you know, particularly conservative uh, that, you know, we all, we have to give money to people with more money as opposed to giving people with less money the money because when you do that, society tends to balance out itself. But right now our systems don't want to do that. There's a battle for that conversation. Um, and it has been for a long time. It seems like there is this sense in a, for for a lot of people where the solutions must come from businesses that are established and people with a certain amount of money and a, a ability to execute things in a certain way. And that there are not solutions that don't come from those areas. And as a result, people are looking for cues to tell them what solutions will work, but actually they're 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 using cues that tell them when someone with a particular amount of privilege has produced something for them rather than when they are being presented with solutions that may actually work but are are being communicated in a language that isn't as perfectly crafted to be easy for them to absorb um in 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 all of the stress that they're under i am very interested in understanding how more people can feel free to recognize solutions that aren't packaged in that same way and how people can find their own emergent helping professions that are not dependent on certain kinds of certification systems or bureaucracy yes there are really there are so many innovative models out there and useful models that are often done in a local grassroots uh simple way and Meanwhile, much of the fundraising that happens is done on a big scale. Like the, the fundraising that has heavy social media marketing and other traditional like paper mail fundraising and contacting big wealthy donor fundraising and contacting corporations for corporate fundraising and talking to people about donating their entire estate or part of their estate to, to charity. All those types of things are, to my understanding, broadly focused on large organizations, large nonprofits. And if, if, more of that kind of money, that range of money or, or fundraising efforts could be devoted to more grassroots models, along with uh, more broadly promoting and informing people about the range of grassroots models out there and encouraging and helping people get involved in them. Uh, that could make such a difference in what's possible, especially if the uh, the kind of brainstorming and and thought leadership and uh, focus that goes into, for example, technology 
or or business marketing if that was applied to to the more grassroots models of of helping people and helping the environment and so on uh so much so much could be possible <laughs>